You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway. As always, we encourage you to like and subscribe and share this podcast with all of your friends so they can be encouraged as well by the stories in the scripture as we go a step further into what we've been talking about. And we just wrapped up our series, It's Your Move, four very impactful and practical messages about how we can be Jesus to a world around us. And I love how Pastor Matt wrapped things up talking about repentance. Really the last couple of weeks, he's shared about repentance and turning the other direction. He said it's perfect to lead up to Easter. And we are, we are seeing that as our Easter Sunday services will start Saturday at five o'clock this coming week. If you're listening, uh, the week of this podcast dropping, and then of course, two on Sunday at nine and 11, we're joined today by Christian Crampton, our high school pastor. Is that the official term? Uh, students, official, students, high school pastor, student minister, minister. Yeah. Oh, very official. Yeah. You should be wearing official. a collar. It feels like. No. Okay. <laughs> and Joe Malley, our kids pastor. Is that right? That is right. Yes. Uh, I, sometimes I, I bring notes in and it just has the person's name and title. I didn't even do that today. So we are <laughs> super excited to dive into to this, really the, the end of the series and that idea that if you're going the wrong direction, turn around, which is that military term. Pastor Matt loves to talk about repent, uh, come back to God. Instead of walking away from God, you walk towards God, you turn around. And, and I am, my, my daughter will tell, tell you that I get lost all the time when I'm driving a car, which is untrue. <laughs> I got lost like twice. And she always brings it up again and again. And I am unlike and you guys are young, so you might not relate to this because you've only grown up with apps and maps and you don't have trip ticks from AAA where like a paper map you get out. And, and back in my day, now hey, I'm feeling I old. I grew up on MapQuest here. MapQuest? No what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you got to print it out and hope you don't run out of ink. And this is not go. even about printing. This is going to a store and they give you like a paper map. I don't oh, know. Wow. Yeah, yeah we're no way back idea. there. Yeah, but, okay. but the stigma was guys would not ask for directions. And so you would just keep driving and turn left, but you wouldn't turn around and you'd try and correct your course on your own way without getting help and without admitting that you're going the wrong direction, turn around and go back. And so today we just want to dive into to, to that idea of repenting and, and the humility it takes, but the healing that also comes with it. You guys told me you had a plan. So I will I will let you enact your plan, Christian. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. So it's it's funny that we're talking about repentance because we actually um, just a, a week ago kicked off a new series with our students um, called Break Trail, and it's it's Easter series talking about Jesus. But our very first week, we kicked off with um, the story of Judas and Peter, who both betrayed and hurt Jesus on the night of his cr crucifixion and being turned over to the Roman officials, and you see in that story two very different paths. Judas instantly is like, you know, I, I can't deal with what I've done, like, and just takes that all upon himself and has one of the greatest tragedies in scripture of where he takes his own life. Um, but then Judas, or not Judas, Peter, on the other hand, comes to be forgiven yeah. by Jesus. It takes him a bit. We see that in scripture as he's interacting with Jesus and not able to do it quite yet. Wow. But you get to this point later in Peter's life where like he understands like 
yeah, I really messed up. Mm. But at the same time, like he becomes the rock right. of the church that Jesus builds it upon. And it all starts with him, with Jesus offering this forgiveness and, and Peter repenting of that to mm. say, yeah, you know, I did mess up. I denied you three times, even when you told me I was going to do it. And I said, no, I'm going to die. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Not me, Lord. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. As Christian and I were talking, you know, he's talking about how they are walking through their series. They're talking about Peter. They're talking about Judas and leading up in that repentance and that forgiveness. Meanwhile, in kids ministry, uh, we've been building up by following the people through uh, Genesis and looking at the people of Israel. And I know as a church, we just spent time talking and working through Exodus, which is a little bit further down the story. Um, but it's just, it's just so interesting to see how living under the law as they did in the time of the Old Testament and turning back to God through these different ways after they disobeyed, as they didn't listen, um, but all the same time pointing towards that repentance we need and that um, desire we have to turn back, hopefully to following and turning to God. And uh, Christian mentioned a passage in Psalms, actually, that um, he used that I, I just loved and then stand it out. And I believe it was, would you say it was Psalms 23? Psalm 32. Oh, yeah, backwards. Um, there we go. No, you're good, you're good. And so, uh, yeah, I read over this. We kind of closed the, the message just reading. I read this Psalm a couple different times and just had students like point out things that that stuck out to them. And even as I'm reading it from stage, these verses from Psalm 32 and it's verse three through five are really what stood out to me. Um, but verse three says, and I'm reading from the NLT to just kind of get some more conversational uh, point, but it says, when I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Hmm. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. And, um, you know, I, I love that. Um, for me, I, I often have a hard time for like forgiving myself for things. And so like, I know that doesn't tie as much into repentance, but just, um, this idea in scripture that even David, who's considered a man after God's own heart still understood, like, I need to like, I'm trying to do this myself and it's not working, handing it over to God to repent, to turn, to ask for forgiveness. Like, that was the key to unlocking it for himself. It's so real. When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away. I groaned all day long. I don't know about you, but I've experienced that. When I know I'm doing what's wrong, when I am purposefully going against God, like, Physically, I feel it. I don't, I get sick faster. I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's amazing how it's all connected, the physical, the spiritual, the emotional, like God really did make us whole beings and, and it connects completely. Yeah, it's interesting that that's the part that stood out to you as well, because as Christian and I were talking about it, that's that's what I heard as well. And what came to mind um, was actually some content we just went over as a staff at the GLS one day. Uh, and at that, a uh, gentleman named Daniel Pink uh, talked about regrets, and he had um, four types of regrets. And as Christian was sharing this, and we read this passage, uh, we uh, they just came to my mind. And, uh, you know, as Daniel Pink ever hears this, um, sorry, I'm taking your thing and re now using them for repentance, but I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> and his talk is way better than ours, and you can listen to that later. But, um, you know, he talked about the four types, and I think they apply as to repentance as well, because if you think about the times that you've had to repent, you had to turn back and um, 
ask for forgiveness, as you've turned away from something, you know, the types that he had were foundational, you know, so what are the, um, key moments that you wish like, Hey, I, I wish I'd handled that differently. Um, what are the boldness moments? Uh, you know, what are the moments where you stepped out in boldness? And if you're asking for repentance, probably in a way you shouldn't have, um, but, um, have been boldness. Then we have the moral ones, Mm -hmm. uh, in those moments that we have morally slipped up and we now need to seek repentance from. Uh, and then fourth was connection. You know, what are those moments that we have not handled well as we're connecting with one another? another. Um, and now we need to ask for that repentance. And I think all of those, those four types of categories are built up into the repentance in our character Mm -hmm. and our character and our body wastes away when we live in and out of a character that is built in ourselves and not built in the character of God. And I think that as we were reflecting on, okay, repentance, what does this look like? How do we share about it? Um, and then reading Psalms 32, it's just, it's so powerful to think about how we waste away when we live in our own strength and in our own, um, body and, and how that will just, uh, rot. And if we turn to God and repentance and all of that will be made new and we'll be able to feel fresh and, um, the burden lifted as you just described Andy. How do we teach our kids and our students that as, as parents, as adults, as teachers, you know, how do we give them the freedom to repent when they know they've done something wrong or we've pointed it out to them? I think uh, for, what I would say is, and this is coming from more of working with, with students, with mm-hmm. teenagers, we have to live that ourselves. Um, I think back multiple times into my upbringing, especially when I was middle school, high school, um, of times where I saw both good and bad adults either in my life that I looked up to either owning what they've done and asking for repentance from me for something that they had done to hurt me or vice versa, denying. And I look back at those moments where um, people... I specifically think of like anytime my mom um, would get like really upset at us and like yell at us, um, which didn't happen often. Um, but when she did, it was terrifying. Um, <laughs> we can all yes. relate. <laughs> and uh, it was normally within like 12 hours. She would be in my room sitting on the end of my bed. Like mm. Christian, I'm sorry. Like you did do wrong. Yeah. You did something that upset me, but I didn't need to react in that way. Can you please forgive me? Wow. And that's something that has stuck with me. Um, it sticks with me even in student ministry as a leader, as I'm, as I'm leading this, there was, I, I think back a couple months ago, there was a night we were trying to decide where to go out to eat. And, and there were some students just giving me crap about like, I don't want to go here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I snapped at one of them. And it, it was like, I was tired. It was, it had been a long day mm-hmm. and I get to like the next morning, I just had that guilt and that weight upon me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I tell them all the time, they've got to ask for forgiveness and mm-hmm. repent when they do things wrong. I snapped at this, this girl, like mm-hmm. I need to reach out. And, and, you know, she, it was totally fine. Like I texted her. I was like, Hey, you know, I'm so sorry. I did this. Like it was over Culver's. It's not that big of a deal, but like, <laughs> um, cheese curds matter. Yeah, it does. Cheese curds in that moment really matter. But like, I think for, at least when I look at it from a student angle and, and Joe can speak maybe more on this on a kid's angle, but yeah. for students, especially when they're in those formative years to teach it to our, our kids, our students, we need to live it out ourselves. Yeah. And 
swallow our pride when we've done wrong and ask for repentance from others in the same way that Jesus has repented or in the same way that Jesus has given us his forgiveness and we have asked for repentance from him. I think that's, I mean, that's powerful. Your mom did that and she modeled that. I mean, that is so cool. So cool. Yeah. I think, um, that modeling is huge at any age and just, uh, having that dialogue at an age appropriate level is, is so important. Um, and then, you know, the thing that I come back to often is as I'm talking with parents and coming alongside of them is often hearing from them that they wish their kids would open up more about things going on at school and things like this. And it, what comes to my mind the most is if you're going to talk about repentance and things, you need to share for your kids, not just the examples that affect them directly because they need to process and be those abstract thinkers that they are not because (laughs) they are concrete thinkers by nature in their development that they need to begin to see how you're interacting with the world around you Mm -hmm. because they're in that operational, that formational stage where they only are going to think about things they deal with directly. And so if they only ever see it lived out with themselves, they're not not going to maybe necessarily think about how to apply that and then maybe just apply, oh, well, repentance is something we do at home. You know, those are home rules, but then Mm -hmm. at school, Mm -hmm. well, we just don't tell anybody because then we don't get in trouble. (laughs) Um, And so helping them see, like, here are the different scenarios that this plays out. It's not just between, you know, mom and dad and Mm -hmm. you or uh, just between you and your brothers and sisters, but it's actually, you know, between, uh, you know, your dad and the neighbor he yelled at, you know, and and not um you know public sin uh, public issues um need to be resolved in a public way most of the time and so having that moment of you know if if you yelled across the driveway in anger you know bringing that kid with you um to model for them what that looks like and what that resolution is because they're um they're not going to connect that dots themselves. Even if you were to go over and resolve and say like, Hey, this is handled now. They're probably not going to directly like, well, what does that, you know, handle dad, dad took care of it. (laughs) (laughs) Situation over. Yeah. Um, But instead they're not actually getting a chance to see that repentance lived out. And then it's following through and actually having that changed behavior, Mm -hmm. um, which is, is the hard part about any of us. Cause so often we are repentant, but then living uh, through and seeing that played out is is the proof in the pudding right mm-hmm. i think too we also have these common things that we all go back to that we often have to ask for repentance like i think of that even in like my own like marriage in my life and stuff mm, like there's yeah. always those things that i'm like i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that and then it happens again right. a month later um and it's it's that life change that is it's the hardest part mm. and we all struggle with it yeah. That's what Jesus called us to do. I, I love that, Christian, because I am so quick to say I'm sorry. Like, if I know I messed up, I will own it, and I will say I'm sorry. But my wife in particular and my kids as well, my coworkers perhaps, like, they want to see the change. They mm-hmm. want to see that, okay, I understand you feel sorry right now, but that's not necessarily repentance unless mm-hmm. we do see the full turnaround and the full striving to, to be different and to go after what God has for us. Well, thanks for joining us today. Uh, hopefully this has been thought-provoking for you. If you have questions, if, if you need help in knowing how to repent in a certain situation, we'd love to talk with you. Feel free to reach out to me, alanchatkingswaychurch.org, and we can begin that conversation.